Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Mitchell for the end zone. And for another 49 touchdown. for Elijah Mitchell. Now, back to Stiney and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All righty. Let's, uh, let's head out there. Cam Inman, Bay Area News Group, also 95.7 The Game's Odyssey Insider, covers the San Francisco 49ers. Cam, how you doing, buddy? What's going on? Playoff Eve and uh, ready to see some uh, see the stakes climb up here for a good team. Yeah, good good call. I mean, there's just nothing like the difference between regular season and, and playoffs. Let me just, and I don't know if this is going to be a question or not, but let's just get a conversation started. You know, everybody's. It feels like everybody's fear is that. Well, what if Brock Purdy goes out there and really struggles or has a bad game or is overmatched? And the more and more I think about that, Cam. I don't see it because Kyle Shanahan like doesn't he doesn't let that happen. And in fact, I like I didn't realize a, a 49er quarterback has not thrown three interceptions in a game. The last time that happened was five years ago. So like, you know what I mean? Like he's not going to throw three interceptions if you know what I mean. Right, because after two interceptions, he won't be allowed to throw the ball again. <laughs> um, I mean, it, the, I, and this is something that I like about Brock this, whole, this, this past month while he's had all this wonderful success is he knows it's not all on him. And that he knows he's in this fantastic situation because, I mean, the Niners are loaded. Offensively, defensively, special teams are much improved from a year ago. So it's not a quarterback-reliant system. And if there's going to be rain and wind during this playoff opener, I mean, you're not going to you know, need Brock Purdy to throw the ball 30 times in the game anyhow. You're going to need Christian McCaffrey carrying it about 20, Elijah Mitchell about 10, and uh, Debo about 5. And there you go. you got to win and you're into the divisional round. Cam, I've been telling Stiney since Monday when it was raining that, you know, I hate to be this guy. I'm not giving Seattle a chance. I think the Niners, even if the defense gave up points, their offense is just rolling. But now I'm thinking, you know what? If I'm Seattle, I'm like, we need any advantage we can get in a crazy way. Don't you think if, if we get this weather, if it continues, that might make it, you know, a, a mucked up track that could kind of help Seattle do the impossible? 
Yeah, you know, the, uh, they had the, the field was not covered by a tarp during the week. I believe it is today. Um, after they painted the field, the end zone's red with the saloon font that everybody loves to talk about. Um, and so I was like, well, maybe it's going to be a muddy track, but I don't think so. They've, they've done such a good job with the field. So let's talk about that for a second because I was asking Robbie Gold about it last week. And of anybody that knows field conditions, it's Robbie. And he was saying that the 49ers field has become the best surface in the NFL, that it's the firmest, most consistent, that they do you know, a really good job with it. So um, they're not going to try to get it muddy to slow down the Seahawks because their wide receivers might be pretty good. Um, it's it's going to be a good condition. I, I, it's Remember just when it opened in 2014 and 15, they had all those problems. Yeah, Harbaugh hated it. Yeah, he ordered everybody off the field in a public practice after like yeah. like five minutes. They were like, "Whoa, okay, this is." But you know, the Forty ers to their credit and their groundskeeping credit, they figured out just what kind of base they needed under the grass. And so, I think after that Super Bowl, after the twenty fifteen season, uh, it it settled in good. So. There haven't been many problems. Obviously, if it's wet, it's going to be a little bit slippery. And you, I think you worry more about the football. And the 49ers have gone on this 10-game win streak because they're not turning the ball over and other teams are. I thought I saw a stat that they had like a plus-16 turnover ratio in this 10-game win streak, which, is, which basically explains why they've won so well and won so dominantly and scored so many points. So the, the Seahawks... Uh, they turn the ball over. Geno Smith has been throwing some interceptions, and they're going to have a rookie running back carrying the rock. So, um, you know, there's there's a good chance that those guys turn it over too. Cam Inman joining us on 95.7 The Game. He'll be at Santa Clara tomorrow when the 49ers take on the Seahawks. What about wind? We had a weather person on earlier in the show, and they said, you know, at, at times between you know 12 and 5, the winds might hit 25, 30 miles an hour. How does that affect each team? Well, I'd imagine it affects more just in terms of throwing the ball and especially kicking. And that yes. this gets back to what Robbie was saying was Levi Stadium is one of the toughest places to kick in the NFL because it has two open ends, right, where the wind can come in, um, flanking the sweet tower there. So it, everybody, remember Candlestick always had the swirling wind yeah. in Candlestick Park? Well, it really is swirling um, down at Levi's. And so if it's, if it's really breezy, then that's going to be an issue, um, especially for the kickers, I'd imagine for the punt return, I mean, Ray-Ray McLeod, speaking of, he's had a really good year. I mean, he started off the year, and you're like, I don't know if this guy is going to be you know, as sure-handed as they need him to be because he came in with a, a fumble history. But he hasn't lost a fumble this season, and these last few weeks he has this confidence as a punt returner that's really um, encouraging, I guess, going into the playoffs when the pressure is coming in. So, I mean, yeah, wind isn't great, but it's it could be worse. And I, one thing I'd be curious is, if there's going to be thunder and lightning, like it's kind of there's thunder showers. We don't get much right. lightning around here, right? But I remember up in Seattle, I don't know, maybe ten years ago, there was lightning. I remember that it was a night game, and there was like an hour delay. So um, the weather will be an issue, but the Niners have been practicing in it a lot this season, more than any season I can remember in the last twenty something years. And obviously, they played a few rain games, and um, that Chicago game at the start of the year was obviously didn't go so well. Cam, I came in a couple weeks ago and I told Steiny, you know what? I just feel like the Niners secondary is getting a kind whistle in regard to, you know, Brady to Evans. It got called back. And I believe Dalton got a long play on Hufanga. And, you know, the Raider game, which I still haven't kind of processed. So my question is, let's say they, they handle business tomorrow. Moving forward to accomplish their goal, 
How concerned are you on the back end of that second, the back end of the secondary with Lenore and Hufanga, who sometimes gets caught looking? You mean all pro Talanoa Hufanga? Yeah. The 49ers, four first team all proers. You know, yesterday in the locker room, we were talking to Shavarius Ward, Diamond Lenore. And well, when I was asking Mooney Ward about Lenore, just going, you know, this is going to be his first playoff action. And. Yes, he's struggled at times this year, but he hasn't been bad. Like, get him off the field bad. He's just, he's had some growing pains, and obviously, quarterbacks are going to target him, and, and Ward said that, that he's going to be expecting it, and when that opportunity comes, he has to make a play. So, and, and when you're talking about, you know, some, some officiating, helping out opponents, remember Diamador Lenore had a pick six against these Seattle Seahawks, and it got called yeah. back because of a ticky tack, uh, roughing the passive penalty on Bosa. So, it kind of goes both ways with that. But, yeah, I mean, it, 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 it's hard to say it's the weak link. But, I mean, I guess it is because the rest of the defense is so solid. Um, but when you have Nick Bosa and a good defensive front that has Kinlaw and Armstead alongside Bosa now, that's going to help those guys in the back end. Cam Inman joining us on 95-7, the game. Uh, Dre Greenlaw uh, likely back. Aaron Banks likely back. Um, I, I know this sounds crazy when you're playing a third-string quarterback, but the 49ers are, are very, very healthy going into the postseason. Really, really healthy. And, and the three guys that I'd actually look at also is McCaffrey, Debo, and Elijah Mitchell. You have yeah. those three guys healthy together. And the NFL hasn't seen how the Niners want to use that multifaceted look um, too much. But it's, it's, it's an incredible option for Kyle Shanahan um, to move guys in and out of that backfield. And just kind of that'll help Purdy recognize which defenders are coming from where, right? So everything's set up to help the quarterback quarterback have a simpler approach um, with all those guys healthy and then obviously he's got this cool connection with Kittle and Kittle's healthy right this, he, he's gone through a couple years where he's been battered with some injuries um, and then he had to block and help help out whichever offensive tackle was struggling uh, he's been flourishing here and with um, I think three of the last four games he has two touchdown catches and so Purdy obviously likes him as a security blanket as he should now, Cam, you know I follow you on Twitter. I know you had a hell of a year when it came to betting these games. Okay. Let me ask you this, though. Any team not named the Niners in the NFC that scares you the most? And who do you got coming out of the AFC? You know what I was, uh, I mean, I guess the Eagles scare me a little bit more so because of their defense and just what they might be up to because they'd be hosting the Niners. That's, that's the only thing, I think, the obstacle because... Dallas, not necessarily. I don't even know if Dallas is going to win Monday. Yeah, night. you're right. Great. Because it's Brady, you know, and Brady's undefeated. I mean, he grew up hating the Cowboys, right? So he's going to be fired up to not end his career on that if he ends his career ever. Um, and so I, that's there's those teams. Minnesota, I'm not too afraid of. They could be coming next weekend. And then AFC-wise, I think everybody's – you look at the Chiefs, you look at the Bengals, you look at the Bills. Um, all three of them have great quarterbacks, and that's a that's a problem for another month, right? That's a, we're a month out from that, so um, they just got to get through these first couple of games, get to the NFC Championship, and hold a gosh darn fourth quarter lead for once. Cam Inman, there you have it. Enjoy the game tomorrow. We'll catch up with you next week. Stay dry, man. All right, thank you, fellas. All right, that's Cam Inman, ninety-five-seven. The games, 49ers and Odyssey Insider. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.